0: UQES would like to acknowledge both Terrible and Jaguar nations, traditional owners and their custodianship of the lands on which this podcast is taking place today. We pay our respects to their ancestors and their descendants, who continue cultural and spiritual connections to country, and we recognize their valuable contributions to Australian and global society. Gino Reinhardt is the richest person in Australia with a whopping $34 billion net worth. Anthony Pratt is one of the leaders of Australia's manufacturing industry who sits in a very comfortable position with $24 billion in personal equity. Alexandra Burt and Leonie Boldock are two sisters very prevalent in Australia's mining industry who are living quite lavish with their fortune of $4 billion. You might be wondering why I'm picking supposedly random names from this year's BRW Rich 200 list. Well, there's something all these rich Aussies have in common. They've all inherited their wealth. Gina is the daughter of mining magnate Lang Hancock. Anthony is son of businessman Richard Pratt and the two sisters were gifted their lifestyle from their father, Michael Wright. So what? Is this just a matter of choosing your parents wisely, or is the transmission of massive amounts of inherited wealth an obstacle to achieving the Aussie ideal of giving everyone a fair go? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the World Economics Podcast, hosted by UQES. In this podcast, we will be joined by the esteemed Professor of Finance, John Mangan, to bring a light to a very interesting and controversial way to address Australia's growing concern with housing affordability and equality of opportunity, inheritance taxes. Did you want to start off just by telling us a little bit about what you've done in your career? Well,
1: John Mangan is my name. I'm currently a emeritus professor at the UQ, the Faculty of Business, Economics and Law. Uh, pretty much been a teacher all my life. Um, started off as a high school teacher in a Catholic girls' school. Uh, moved on to work in Birmingham University in, in the UK, back to Wollongong and then back to UQ. But within that, I've had quite a substantial time away from campus working with Treasury and uh, Department of Employment and Labour. Uh, currently, I'm pensioner and um, a consultant and I do one day a week EQ.
0: Can you explain to us just what an inheritance tax is and what is the one that was going to be proposed in Australia and like how does it work to okay, redistribute?
1: Okay, it's one of my favourite topics. It <laughs> um, used to be called death duties, that scares everybody, then it used to be called secession tax Then it was inheritance tax and basically it's a tax which we levied on the estate of people who die. And you have to decide whether... And it's a very efficient tax for a number of reasons. One is the person's dead that you're taxing, so it's not not really... They're not going to argue about it. <laughs> it's, it's very difficult to, to, to fake it. So it's it's a criteria. But it's also... Let's take a way in which tax is levied now, okay? So if, if I'm working as a cleaner and I want a second job because I need more money, I'm taxed heavily. So I do two jobs and I pay a lot of tax. Whereas... If my father dies and gives me a lot of money, I do nothing at all. I don't pay tax at all. I just just get it, I just accumulate. And what's been happening in the last 10 to 15 years in particular is there's been a gross increase in inequality of income and wealth. Uh, Because if you don't tax um, inheritance of people, they just accumulate, they just just increase exponentially. And so it's, it's inevitable that this will create a situation where there is growing inequality. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens when growing inequality, when inequality becomes too bad. People resent the system, they break it down, and we saw a lot of that with this idea of essential workers. You know, suddenly, yeah. suddenly people who work in retail and, and children's homes and, and aged care, they're really essential. Yeah. It would be great. We won't give them any more money. But we'll, but we'll call them, them essential yeah. and the yeah. Prime Minister will say thanks. So, what we needed was an, inherent, was an efficient way of getting some of that money back into the system. Okay? Mm. Now, uh, there's a lot of hysteria about inheritance tax. I, I remember being on a talkback show and everybody rings up and they'll say, oh, yes, but my husband died and I've got a, I've got a house and I'm going to have to sell it to pay inheritance tax and we'll be out in the street. It, inheritance taxes are never levied on the average income. They're always levied on the top 10 to... to. Mm. And the reason for doing that is because, obviously, particularly with farms, you know, you, the farmer dies and he's got six kids and they inherit this, this large farm, but to pay the inheritance tax in the old days, they'd have to sell that farm, which can't and productive and make everybody worse off. So the, the inheritance tax that, that I proposed, or not I proposed, but many people proposed, was... Set at base at so the top ten percent, and it's a once-all tax, so you can't divide it up amongst seven children. So you say seventh, you know, taxes are reduced by a seventh. They're not. It's a lump sum payment, and that goes into a specified program. It might go into public housing. It might go into roads. It might go into education, but it's money which is earmarked as a redistribution to people who don't have it. And think about it: if someone dies and they're very wealthy, there's almost certainly that they have benefited from, you know, negative gearing, capital gains, mm-hmm. a whole range of things. And now they're paying it back. And it's it's a very fair, very efficient tax. Why do people hate it so much? They're terrified of it. It's because everybody thinks, what if I get rich one day, they're going to take it all off me with this inheritance tax. It's so unfair. I worked all my life, I paid taxes. The answer is no they didn't pay taxes most of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they became wealthy. You know, they did. They benefited from the system, and now they want to benefit even more by passing it on Telestic.
0: to their children. Yeah. Show. Today, how much money do you reckon it would make?
1: With, as a ten percent, we were saying you could you could reduce average uh, income tax by fifteen percent. Wow. So, wow. It's, it's and have the equal sort of. Tax family, equal share. Equal share. Wow. And if you another thing we could do on equal shares is is um, use fiscal policy instead of wage increases, but that's another issue.
0: <laughs> if the threshold was set at just two million dollars, the inheritance tax would still apply to only five percent of Aussie households. But if it was set at a rate comparable to that in the UK, it could generate sufficient revenue to finance free tertiary education or provide a very substantial boost to public housing to address the ongoing crisis of housing affordability. I mean, we're talking about a whole lot of money here. In a 2021 study done by the Grattan Institute, it was found that an entire generation of Aussies is about to inherit an average of 320K each, but don't get too excited. The study also shows that most people won't get nearly as much, given that the top 10% own almost half of all the wealth in Australia. As Grattan's Daniel Wood writes, the growing wealth of baby boomers is likely to end up concentrated in the hands of a select group of relatively well-off Generation Xs and Millennials. If housing affordability concerns persists, this Coming wave of large monetary and property inheritance will just further drive the wealth disparity in Australia. In the meantime, a slew of establishment voices including the OECD, the Tax Institute, and the EMF have called on Australia to rejoin the vast majority of developed nations who have imposed an inheritance tax. So why haven't we brought the so-called death tax back in this time of need?
1: I think That's it's political, true. but I think it's also um, that there's a group of people who are threatened by it. You know, there's powerful people, yeah. people that got lots yeah. of money, and they make lots of noise, and they vote. And it's because when when I read the initial article, which was surprisingly, you know, well read, um, that was during the campaign when which Morrison government was returned, and, and part of the reason was this, slur, basically, the Labour Party were the last people to introduce it. But they were going to introduce income, to this death duty, and people were frightened of it. And it's 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 something which has sort of been inbred into them, that it's a bad tax and we don't want it. All tax is bad. The tax is oh. not a reward. You, you, you have a tax as a revenue-raising mechanism. It's interesting how it, even the Labour Party, I remember we had a conference a couple of years ago and we had the spokesman, Treasury spokesman, and it was, a, it, was a, it was a conference on social inequality, and they did not want to discuss inheritance tax. Well, this is the Labour Party and the social inequality. <laughs> <laughs> no, can't do that, it's just, <laughs> it's just no, can't do that. Unbelievable, so it, it's, it's being, being, being brought back in Britain to some extent, and it's being brought back into the US. And one of the reasons that, that of course, it dropped in Australia, one was because of Queensland, but two, because it was easy to avoid you know, you could you'd make special claims. And there were so many special claims that tax department just gave up.
0: Oh,
1: and it far. was difficult. But If, you, if you, you have it set at a reasonable level, say $2 million and above asset, uh, 7 to 10% of the inheritance, it would make a lot of money. It would restore balance to some degree and it's much fairer than other taxes.
0: Don't Australian values include social mobility and the idea of a fair go? Inherited wealth is unearned income. Taxing inherited wealth would create a less unequal distribution of income and provide a more level playing field within our society. Inheritances generally go to people who are already well off and don't even need them. They encourage inequality and inhibit social mobility. And you'd also be surprised to find that around 73% of Australians believe that the proposed 2016 inheritance tax might not be such a bad idea after all. While the current research we've presented you with may make the inheritance tax seem like some sort of godsend policy to redistribute wealth, the full impact of this redistribution can only be felt if the tax is implemented and used properly. So what do you think specifically the inheritance tax should be, and like, how do you think we should go about implementing it?
1: It should be it should be unavoidable, to start off with. It should be levied on um, the asset itself. So, if there's six children, let them work it out. You're not you're not going to dilute it by one sixth at a time. It just they have to work it out. It should be set at a reasonable level, so ten percent, and it should be let. Something like say fifty percent above the average inheritance. So you're really talking about people that are that are that wealthy. Are yeah. Wealthy.
0: who yeah. uh, it's actually not going to have a massive impact. No, yeah, they're actually yeah, probably yeah. already rich. No, yeah.
1: <laughs> so. we we estimated that ninety five percent of the people would be better off under inheritance tax, and yet there's massive opposition to it.
0: If if bringing a tax, it's something that doesn't bring uh, votes to politicians. How do you think uh, economists could sell it to a politician, convince them to?
1: I think they could sell it by one of sufficiency, but also, you have to convince people that's for a good cause, you know. If this money was earmarked, I can't think of the word, but there's a way of of, of, uh, shepherding certain tax income into a particular project. And if if it was done for, say, social housing, or uh, education is a bit nebulous, but social housing would be one, health would be another, um, mental health, or something, some specific topic where people could see the money was being well used. And if there was also a guarantee, a bit like GST, that we will not raise it above a certain amount, and it will only apply to assets which are, um, you know, adjusted for inflation. So it's not going to be a creeping tax. It's not going to be inflation creep, and everybody will suddenly be drawn into the society. It doesn't work. It doesn't work like that at all. It, 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 if you look at how people make income, they make income out of capital, not wages. Yeah. make income out of property. And they make income out of accumulation. Yeah. All of those things work in the favour of the rich. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, and Australia is becoming less equal and less yeah. enjoyable to live in because the government is, is, you know, very, is short-changed. They're terrified of raising taxes. This is the most efficient tax because it's going to clearly the most important social single reform we could do. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt, as I say, it's post life. Mm. The only people that's hurting is people who haven't worked for it it. is pretty bad. I as mean, a you know, you look back and look going up in Australia, the big big advantage of Australia was its egalitarianism. Mm. You know, we with the tradesman could live next door to the, the surgeon and they're roughly on the same income. Mm. Now it's it's like different planets
0: yeah advancing the inheritance tax proposal would be an uphill battle against entrenched interests but it's way past time we tried to bring the death taxes back from the grave to help give all Australians a fair go thank you for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure to check back in for next week when we post the second part of our interview with the professor talking a little bit more about some other interesting parts of his career and what he's working on now.